Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Wonderful things come in creative packages, and Dale Worley is just that kind of delight. Dale was not inspired by his childhood experience in the Church of Christ, and, feeling that he was doomed to hell, spent a number of years in self-destructive hedonism. There's a pretty common conservative religious formula which says that you admit your sinful nature to God, invite Christ in, and are saved. But that is not the path that led Dale Worley to wholeness and joy. Dale is my guest for today's Song of the Soul, and he'll tell us about the path to boundless joy he followed through realizing oneness. Realizing oneness is the theme of the retreat Dale will be sharing at Eau Claire's Unity Christ Center on Saturday, January 26, 2008. Dale is a jump-out-of-your-seat type of musician and my guest for today's Song of the Soul. Dale, welcome to Song of the Soul. Thank you. I'm talking to you down in Missouri, aren't you? I'm in Leaf, right near Kansas City. Now, how far away is it to Unity Village from where you're at? I'm like five minutes away, so it's wonderful. The place has 1,400 acres and probably 90% of it is undeveloped. So if I get a chance, every day I try to go into the woods there. There's about a two-mile loop with this beautiful lake up on a hill. It's like a meditative practice for me. It really helps me to get centered and grounded and, and clear my mind since I'm a 
unity person. I feel like I'm right in the middle of everything that's going on in the movement today. And so yeah, I became acquainted with you because Sandy McKinney, who is the pastor here at Unity Christ Center in Eau Claire, yep. told me that you're going to be doing a workshop and be part of their worship coming up in January. You want to tell our listeners about what you'll be doing? Yeah, sure. Actually, it's a one-day retreat. I just started offering those this fall. I was in the retreat department at Unity Village for two years. I was a program coordinator, the music director. I did everything from scheduling the budgets to creating and designing retreats, leading the band. It's something that is really close to my heart. It's something that I've found that I do very well, and I'm very passionate about it. So the next natural step was for me to start offering that to churches and centers, especially smaller ones that maybe don't have the resources to send people out to Unity Village. And so my goal is to bring that experience to people because I believe that attending a spiritual retreat can be a life-changing event. Well, Dale, I think that you're going to be doing a 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. retreat at Unity Christ Center here in Eau Claire on the Saturday, the 26th of January. What do you do in the course of that time? We start in the morning with breakfast at 9 o'clock where we just kind of chat, talk about what's going to happen during the day. There's a morning program from 10 till noon where we'll set our intention for the day. I think it's very important to have in consciousness an intention of what you expect to receive and also to give at the retreat. There'll be lunch at noon, and then the afternoon is filled with activities. I do a movement and dance workshop. There'll be an hour-long music meditation. I'm a piano player and a singer, so the day is full of music. I encourage people to sing, to clap, to move around, to really be part of what's going on, and also to give people the space to not do anything that makes them feel uncomfortable because we do a lot of one-on-one exercises where maybe we'll gaze into each other's eyes and look for the divine within each other. The retreat is called Realizing Oneness, and the intention of the retreat is to create a space for a mystical experience. And hopefully that if people are led into a mystical experience, that there will be a moment of a realization of their oneness with all that is. So it's a wonderful way to release fear, worry, doubt, to dissolve the imagined barriers that we put up between each other. I like to say that it's about knowing God as ourselves, as each other, and as the world around us. And the day will culminate after dinner with a service that I call AWE, A-W-E, or Authentic Worship Experience. That's a program that's very dear to my heart. I was asking a lot of questions of the divine, of God, of myself. Am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I serving others or am I serving myself? How can I help create a service that is attractive to all ages of people, younger people as well as people my age and older, I'm 47? How can I provide something, a spiritual 
experience or sense of spiritual community for people that aren't comfortable with going to a traditional church worship service. And so out of all these questions and a day that I spent in silence at a retreat center in Leavenworth, Kansas, I came away with this idea for an authentic worship experience. And what that consists of is a lot of dancing, drumming, movement, creativity. There's a part of this that's called a celebration station. It comes from the emerging church concept of soul stations, in which during the service, there are tables set up around the room, and there's activities for people to do at the table. For instance, a really popular one is making prayer flags. Or maybe you might go to one table and participate in a hand-washing or an anointing. I guess another thing I want to say about the awe service is that each one has a different theme. At different times, we've had the divine masculine, um, creativity, uh, the seed and the darkness, sacred fire. Well, Dale, I want to start moving towards the music that you selected, but as part of doing that, I want to talk about what led to this CD, Alive and Awake, that you've produced. It's your second CD, isn't it? It's actually the third. The second CD is a meditation CD that I did with my friend Carol DeVore, who's a yoga teacher in Decatur, Alabama. Usually at the end of her yoga classes, she would lead people through a meditation. So we did two 20-minute meditations together. I play the keyboards and she leads the meditation. And they're on that CD, which is available on my website, Sacred Place Ministries. The website address is asacredplace.net. People can always connect to that via my website, northernspiritradio.org. If you go to there, you'll see a link to Dale Worley's website, asacredplace.net. And on my website, I have all three CDs available for sale. The third CD that I just released right before Thanksgiving is called Alive and Awake. It contains live versions of a lot of the songs that I get the most requested. And I recorded them with the retreat band from Unity Village called The Source, Terry Hancock, Rick Backus, and a fellow that passed away recently, Carrie Layton, on the bass, and also a group of singers that we called the Unicostals <laughs> because people have joked before and called me Pentecostal Unity person because I get so excited when I play or whenever I'm doing any kind of service. Because my whole life is based around spirituality and about God and the divine and the universe. I think this first song that you picked is a perfectly good example of just the rollicking kind of music that you produce. And you did, as again, as part of your Alive and Awake CD. It's called Singing Alleluia. You know, it's got the Jerry Lee Lewis-type piano or something going yeah. on there. Who were your influences musically? I guess you'd call the style I do boogie-woogie music. I grew up listening to Jerry Lee Lewis, Fats Domino, Little Richard, Ray Charles, Elvis. I love Elvis. Willie Nelson. I've been a Bonnie Raitt fan since the 70s. I love blues music. I played in a blues band for five years. And so I remember I went to this music convention of music directors one time in Texas, 
and everybody was playing their songs. They were all really nice songs, very beautiful and moving type songs, but nobody was playing any rock and roll, <laughs> you know, the kind of music that really gets me going. And I sat down and played a Delbert McClinton song, and they just came alive. Singing Hallelujah is one of those songs that I call one of my I was blind and now I can see songs. Because in my personal life, I went really from a state of being in hell <laughs> most of the time in consciousness to where I am now, living a joyful, exciting, fun, full, rich life. And that's because of my experiences with God along the way and the things that have happened in my life since I opened myself up to that experience. And so singing Hallelujah, it, it starts out like any good blues song does. I got up this morning. <laughs> the first lines are when you get up in the morning, you know, feeling like you can't go on. And then, you know, it ends up when you turn to this place inside of you, it has all that you need. There's a peace that passes all understanding within us. And in that peace is also joy. And so that's what that song represents. Folks are getting really impatient. They really want to hear this one, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Singing Alleluia, and it's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, Dale Worley. I'm going to bring up our special guest to the, the Unicostals. Come on, y'all. Give them a big hand. Now when you get up in the morning Feeling like you can't go on Your head is talking to you Everything you do is wrong Let me introduce you to my best friend He can turn the night into day He's got
that was Singing Alleluia by Dale Worley, who is my guest today for Song of the Soul. I'm Mark Helpsmeet, your host here on this Northern Spirit Radio production. Singing Alleluia. People are still chanting in the background as we're talking now, Dale, you know that. <laughs> Where were you born, and religiously, what was your background? I was born in Whitwell, Tennessee. I grew up in a, just a little community called Sulphur Springs, Tennessee, which is near Chattanooga. When I was growing up, my mother took us to the Church of Christ in Whitwell, which is still there. We went religiously (laughs) every Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday evening. I remember one time growing up that I went to a funeral of a friend of mine that had drowned in high school, and it was awful. It was terrible. And we went to their church, and it was I believe it was a Church of God during the funeral service, they had a band and an organ player and a lady with really big hair that just sang really well and loud and boisterous. And it was, at the same time, a celebration of his life and a chance for people to really mourn and grieve openly in public. And that really affected me because in my little church, they didn't allow any musical instruments We had music during the service, but it was only voices. My experience of going to church was just to go in, you sit down, you shut up, and you be good, and you don't act up. I really felt like I was, well, why can't we have music in church like they do? And so now that's kind of what I do is that I bring life and joy in my music into a spiritual service. Let's go on to your second song, which I think... It starts out, at least, a bit more in the meditative side. It's by John Lennon, Imagine. A couple things that I note about the song is you start out pretty standard to the way that he sang it or performed it, uh-huh. but then you get a bit rhythm and blues and other things in there, too. And interestingly, the first line, you've modified it. His original was, Imagine There's No Heaven, and you start out with, Imagine We're in Heaven. Why did you do that? Well, I borrow ideas from a lot of people. I heard someone else do that, and it really had an effect on me, so I started changing it myself. Because I believe that heaven and hell are states of consciousness, and not necessarily somewhere that we go after we die that I can experience heaven right here on earth right now, and I believe that's what Jesus taught, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's as close as my hand. It's as close as my breath. With my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, I am creating my experience of this reality, and so I can choose to make the realm that I live in a peaceful, loving, sharing place, or I can choose to make it a not-so-friendly place. I know that because I've done it in my life. My early 20s were awful (laughs) because I was drunk uh, most of the time, and I lived a life that was totally hedonistic and totally self-centered and totally about me and totally miserable. And I don't feel that way at all now. The Imagine song... Uh, is a song that was kind of my trademark for a long time when I was music director at um, Unity Church on the Mountain in Huntsville, Alabama, where I kind of got my start in Unity teachings. At the village, I would do this song with the retreat band, so 
sometimes if we were on stage, I would just start playing the chords to imagine, and the band would play with me, and we just kind of funked it up a little bit. And so I thought, hey, what if we try that on the CD? I think that'll be kind of fun. I had a really good response to it, even from John Lennon purists. <laughs> well, I think you'll get a good response from people right now. We'll play it. It's Imagine, and even though John Lennon started it out, he passed it on, I think, to Dale Worley to get its full, complete fruition. Here is Imagine by Dale Worley. Imagine we're in heaven. It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine
version. It's on Dale Worley's latest CD called Alive and Awake, which you can find at his website, asacredplace.net. So we've got two songs down here, Dale. Where should we go from here? What should we move on to next? Well, I think Look Inside is a good one to go to next because it shows a different side of me. It's it's a song that I wrote early on in my spiritual songwriting career. And once again, it's the theme of that everything that we really need can be found when we turn within. I really did enjoy the backup singer's part of it. I was just wondering if you had a, a name for that group. Is it Dale Worley and the Anti-Temptations? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've called them the Unicostals. That's what I call them on the CD. There will be times when I visit a church and I'll get some people from the church to sing with me, and I might call them the Daleettes <laughs> in honor of Ray Charles and his Raylettes. The song, Look Inside, is about when you're not getting it. You, you, if you just turn inside, you can connect with that source. You can go to that place. I don't know if I've told you yet, Dale, but I'm Quaker, and yeah. so I'm very used to doing that, of course. It's part of our worship service. But one of the things that strikes me and maybe other people as a potential danger is you, you get into navel-gazing and you never end up transferring the gifts that you find there to the world you know that mm-hmm. it, it can it can take you out of the world instead of allowing you to live better in it that's mm-hmm. the substance of a quote by William Penn how do you find when you do this stuff at workshops do you find people then being energized to go out and make a positive difference in the world that's one thing that we talk about at a retreat usually especially the retreats that start on Friday evening and end on Sunday afternoon the whole of Sunday afternoon is basically talking about what happened for me in this experience and how can I take it out into the world how is the shift in my awareness going to affect my environment how can I take these tools of looking for God, looking for the Christ and others, how can I do that at the bank? How can I do that with people that I work with? I've learned that I can do this. I can see it in someone else, and I can feel it in myself in a retreat setting. That, okay, I can do it there. Now, can I do it when I go to work on Monday morning? Can I do it with my family, with my teenage kids, or my cranky uncle, or whoever? You know, can I do it with the bill collector on the telephone? Can I do it in traffic? And what about calling it forth uh, when you're in the middle of, you know, the Middle East, say you're in Palestine-Israel conflict, or if you're part of the military? Is it applicable to those places, too, not just the common everyday ones, but the real stress places? Is it useful there, too? Yes, it definitely is. What good is a spiritual teaching if it's not practical and it's not something that you can use to change the world or at least to change the way that you view the world or to change yourself enough so that you're showing up in a way that is transformative and that's an example for other people. But I I really hold to the belief that inherently everybody is good. And the way that we know that is we look inside and there we find that spark of God. The song is Look Inside. It's by my guest, Dale Worley. 
Everybody needs some inspiration Everybody needs a little help along the way Don't you know you got an invitation Cause the King of Kings, the Lord of hosts is calling If there's something you can't find, take a little time. Try to quiet down your mind. Inside, look inside. When you don't know what to do, God's waiting there for you. Look inside. Everybody wants to know the reason Everybody wants to know what life is all about But you don't have to go too far to find it A place that's free from grief and fear Something you can find Just settle it a while Try to quiet down your mind Inside, look inside If you don't know what to do God's waiting there for you Look inside
Dale Worley, my guest for today's Song of the Soul. This is a Northern Spirit Radio's production called Song of the Soul, where I invite my guests to share the music that speaks of their spiritual path, journey, and beliefs. They pick out the music, I ask them about it, and we get privileged to hear people like Dale sharing the things that are right at their center in their connection with God. Dale, I was going to ask you, you you know, you said you started out as Church of Christ. You mentioned in your 20s being drunk a lot of the time. (laughs) So, Church of Christ, drunk all the time, and and now you're walking very constantly with the divine. How did you get from one to the other? Well, that's a really long story. I will say that I turned away from God or, or... my idea of what I thought God was for a long time, and I became very angry. A lot of it due to the fact that I'm a gay man and that I was taught that I was a sinner and I was going to hell because I was a homosexual. And I thought, God must be really cruel if he would create me with these feelings that are at times overpowering and then tell me that it wasn't okay to act on it. I thought, you must be getting a really big laugh out of this, God, and so I hate you. I never found anything for me in the Church of Christ or any of the religious places I was taken to as a boy that really I felt any sort of comfort or nurturing or care. I mean, the people that I went to my little country church with were beautiful people. They loved me greatly. I knew that. And I also always felt that there was something wrong with me, that they were telling me that God was mad at me and that I was going to get it. And pretty much I had resigned myself that I was going to go to hell. And so I thought, you know what? If this is true, then I'm just going to enjoy the time that I have here and I'm going to do anything I want to. And I don't care who it hurts. And so consequently, I wasn't a very good person, or let's say that I wasn't acting in very loving ways for quite a long time, and I hurt a lot of people. But I guess I got to that place um, they talk about in 12-step meetings of hitting bottom, and it was more of a spiritual bottom because I got to a place where I just felt empty inside all the time. But I began to participate in Native American ceremonies, in particular the Sweat Lodge, and I had a very powerful experience during one of these. I came out of it knowing that I had to do something. I felt as if God was saying, I've carried you as long as I can. Now you're going to have to get up and do something or I'm going to cut you loose. And so I went to a treatment center the very next day. I attended AA religiously (laughs) every day for five years. And after a couple of years, I felt as if I needed a little bit more, that I wanted to go a little bit deeper with my spiritual journey. And so some friends of mine in my AA group told me to go to the Unity Church, that there were plenty of people, both gay and in recovery. And at this time, I was still in the closet. And so I went to Unity, and I always say that the people in the 12-step groups and the people at Unity loved me until I learned how to love myself. I want to remind our listeners again that on the 26th of January, 2008, Dale Worley will be here in Eau Claire. He'll make his way up from Missouri to Eau Claire, 
and do a 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. workshop. It could be a dance shop. It could be a sing shop. It's a lot of things, isn't it, Dale? (laughs) Yes, it is. And that'll go from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. on that Saturday. And the following day, Sunday, he'll be part of the service at the Unity Christ Center here in Eau Claire. And you can sign up for this retreat on my website. It's asacredplace.net, all one word. The day costs $150, and it includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And on Sunday morning, I will be doing the talk as well as all the music for the service at the Eau Claire Church. Well, let's go on to song number four for your song of the soul. It's called Faith and Grace, and you've been talking about how that's been working in your life. You wrote this song? No, I did not write this song. This is a song that I heard on a CD by the Blind Boys of Alabama. In fact, they just did a CD with Ben Harper, which is a a younger, newer musician that's pretty popular right now. You comment as the song starting up that this is your favorite type of music, and and by that you're referring specifically to what? Blues music. Anything that's got what I call the juice to it. I like to surround myself with people that that have a lot of juice <laughs> or have a lot of life. This song brings that feeling out in me. It's very joyous and authentic, and it can just be raw at times. A lot of times when I go to spiritual centers, I will ask, are there any singers at the church? Because I like to involve people in what I'm doing. It's just more fun when you have a group of people. And so... I take this song to churches, and it's real easy because all they have to learn to sing is all I need. (laughs) And people just have a lot of fun with this song. It's called Faith and Grace, being performed here by Dale Worley and, I think, the Unicostals. Yes. Now, this is the kind of music that I like. This is my favorite kind. And we're going to get a little... Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now when my burden Seems hard to bear And there is no one To help me share I just call On the Spirit I know he was surely here. No, he took my load away. And that's when I began to say just a little more.
God. Woo. That was Faith and Grace, performed by Dale Worley. It's part of his Alive and Awake CD, recently released. You can find it via his website, asacredplace.net, which, of course, all these links are always on my website, northernspiritradio.org. Well, Dale, let's continue through your evening. I think these songs were all part of a single evening, right, that you recorded for the Alive and Awake CD? Yes. In March of 2006, we recorded this CD live at the Activity Center at Unity Village. So you are my family. You've got your trademark rollicking kind of piano. Uh, <laughs> you got a little horn clarinet, whatever, going in the background there. And the theme of the song, or as I hear it, you know, it's, I don't care if you're this or that. You're my family. You're my brother, my sister. So I don't care if you're straight or gay or black or white, thin, fat, rich or poor. Yeah. Why did you write You Are My Family? Where did it come from in you? Actually, Mark, I didn't write that song. That song was written by Karen Drucker. She has a website, karendrucker.com. She's a very well-known new thought musician, and she was telling me that she was frustrated around some of people's reactions to the controversy around gay marriage, and so that's why she wrote the song. When I heard the song the first time, I instantly knew that this was something that I could take and add my style and my flavor of music to. And the message is what I'm all about. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, where you come from, how you sound, who you sleep with. That None of that is really important. What is really important is how we show up in the world for each other. It's called You Are My Family, performed here by Dale Worley. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care who you love. I'm here to love you anyway. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. I don't care what color you are. Cause you are my sister You are my brother You are a part of me Let's face it You are my family I don't care if you're thin I don't care if you're fat I don't care how much you eat My love is so much stronger than that I don't care if you're rich I don't care if you're poor I don't care how much money you make Loving you is what I put it for Cause you are my sister You are my brother You are a part of me Let's face it
same message and why did you choose that one what was it about it that called that one well the message of the song for me is really what I'm all about about oneness about inclusivity and about the inherent goodness in every person and I really like the beginning words I don't care if you're straight I don't care if you're gay because that gets people's attention as you know in in the upcoming 2008 election that's probably going to be one of the hot topics. What does the candidate think about gay marriage? One of my messages is, why are we making such a big deal out of things that aren't really that important when there's so many other things like war, poverty, disease, and famine that we could be focusing on? And we know that the real solution to all of them is just to put a little love in your heart, right? (laughs) That's right. That's good, Mark. (laughs) Which is, of course, the next song that you picked out. So Jackie DeShannon did the popular version back when I was a a young boy. Yeah. And must have caught your eye somewhere along the way, too. Or you caught your ear somewhere along the way, too, huh? It's another one of those songs that I found that I could take and put my own special mark on. Something that's easily recognizable and that everybody can relate to and have fun with. And it's just amazing when I perform the song of how people just naturally want to get up and clap and sing along with. And it's got a wonderful message. And I want to say you don't have to put love in your heart because it's already there. I think our job really is to allow the love that we are to express in the world. If I was going to write a song similar to that, it might be something like allow some love from your heart. I don't think that has the right rhythm. I don't think so. (laughs) So I just stuck with the original. (laughs) It's a beautiful song. Put a little love in your heart. Performed here by Dale Worley. This is an easy one to sing along with. Think of your
Thank you. God bless you. I love you. I bless you. I appreciate you. And I adore the divinity within you. Thank you, God. That was Put a Little Love in Your Heart. Dale Worley is the wonderful artist that we have here today. I wanted to ask you one more thing, Dale. I've been meaning to ask this the entire time I've been talking to you. I looked on your website, and your credentials, I just thought that I didn't have enough breath to be able to share them all. All the places <laughs> you're training and learning and all the different spiritual disciplines. Could you run through a few of them for us? Sure. I'm pursuing a bachelor's degree in psychology from Ottawa University, Kansas. I am studying to be a licensed unity teacher. My goal is to one day be ordained as a unity minister. I trained with a Native American woman in my early spiritual career and learned to lead sweat lodge ceremonies. I've been very vigorously involved in 12-step work. I've got a ton of life experience. I've used drugs and alcohol. I've been married to a woman for 10 years. I have a son. I'm a father. I was married to a man for three years. It sounds to me like having been married both to a woman and to a man, you could do marital counseling from both sides. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I also studied a year of science of mind in Huntsville with David Leonard at the Huntsville Center for Religious Science. I've been music director at Unity of Huntsville, Alabama. I studied with Matthew Fox at his center, Friends of Creation Spirituality, in Oakland, California, and I learned to produce his cosmic mass. That's a lot of resources. Dale, you've brought us just a host of wonderful music here. The CD, Alive and Awake, people can go to your website and find it. And I hope that a number of our listeners are going to say, Eau Claire on the 26th of January is a place to be visiting Unity Christ Center when you come here to do your workshop. Thanks again for sharing your Song of the Soul today, Dale. You're very welcome, Mark, and I feel very honored and blessed and privileged that you asked me, really, to be a part of this. It's been a fun experience. Thank you so much. My guest for today's Song of the Soul was Dale Worley, and you can check out his schedule and music at asacredplace.net. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy. Sing out a song